Welcome to Highly Caffeinated Conversations with Amy and Andy. This is a podcast where we get jacked up on coffee and riffed about hot topics in day-to-day life and business. We bring a positive spin and perspective to the challenges in life, relationships, friendships, and career. Join us as we riffed about our adventures through life. Welcome back to Highly Caffeinated Conversations. We are talking the one thing everybody wants, but nobody wants to talk about money. Ah, Scary subject. Get ready. Get uncomfortable. That's what this episode's going to be about. Oh, money. Like I said, it's the one thing we all want, but it's the most uncomfortable thing to talk about. And today I want to talk about the importance of having money dates. And, you know, mentors of our Chris and Lori Harder had talked about how they always have money dates and how you have to have them. And we were terrible about this because it's not fun. It's super boring. Who wants to talk about where all your money is going, how you're spending it, who's spending what? For most couples, that leads to fights and arguments. Like who's overspending? Why, where did, where's all the money going? But it's so important to know where your abundance is coming from. A couple of reasons. One, the universe is not going to give you money if it cannot trust you, if it doesn't know that you are being responsible, if it doesn't know how you are going to spend this money, you're just say, I want, I want, I want. The universe is not going to just give it to you. When you are spending and giving responsibly, the universe is like, cool. I know I can trust this person. I know where this abundance is going. Here, have some and have some more. You know, it's a a topic that for a long time has been very uncomfortable for Amy and I. I know it was for me. I, you know, was raised in a family where honestly probably feared money a little bit, right? For many of you listening, this might hit home for you. you. You make a paycheck or you earn a paycheck to have enough to put on the table, enough to pay the bills, enough to maybe send the kids off to college. And it's always this constant fear of money or maybe even the fear of having, not having enough money, a fear of lack. And I know I can probably vouch for Amy too. That's something we, what, have both found ourselves in, right? It's just that Oh even, yeah. Even when you're making it right away, your head goes to, oh man, what happens if I lose this? And Or I should hoard it like a squirrel this fall, like hoarding its nuts. Like yeah. right now, every, they're burying it. We're like, I have some, I should save it. Because in my household, I was raised the like, always oh, save for the rainy day, which is smart to a point. But what makes the universe goes round is the receiving and the spending. Yeah. So I think our goal today is this, you know, there's probably a lot of money conversations happening at the kitchen table these days, given the fact we are in crazy times. We don't know where the economy is going to go. You may be out of a job. You may be getting paid a heck, a heck of a lot less than you used to for the current job you're in. And it can be very uncomfortable to have these conversations, especially with your spouse. Amy and I are not married. Um, we still don't, truth be told, combine all of our finances. No. And so having this conversation can get uncomfortable at times. I know when I've been probably the most uh, 
uh, irritated or, or just the most like, I don't want to have this conversation right now. It's when it's around money. But I'm like, we should sit down and talk about this. I get the, uh, that's not how I want to spend my night and happy hour. I thought we were going to have fun. And that's what I want to talk about. And you know, I know Chris and Lori Harder had mentioned this about when you have these money dates, which they have to happen at the end of the day. Let's be real. They have to happen. And when I ask my friends how they handle their money or their, their situation, I get the comments of like, we're a financial shit show. We're a money tornado. Like there's all these negative things around it. And so I know you can make it not so painful in planning it. So you both know when you're going to have this discussion. So you can already be in the mindset of on this date every week or every month, we sit down and then make it enjoyable. Like pour yourself a cocktail or a glass of wine, put out your favorite snack, like make it as enjoyable as possible instead of like jumping on to that, like the other person of like, you know, we really need to talk about money or I notice the account, we need to talk because nobody wants that. And everybody comes from a very mode of defense versus knowing when this talk is going to happen. It's going to happen every week at this time, every month at this time, and then planning it, making it somewhat fun. And I, myself, instead of back in the day, I used to be like, Oh, I got to sit down and balance the checkbook. It was, I don't know who came up with that. Like, I don't know. What in the hell is there to balance? It's never, it's never 50-50 in balance. But I now call it organizing my abundance. Because it is. I have abundance. There is money. I don't care if it is pennies in every account or if there's thousands in every account. Anything is abundance. And so all I'm doing is organizing my abundance. So I know like where my abundance is and how much abundance I have in each count. So it's also flipping your mindset about how you word it and how you think about it instead of it being this ho-hum dreaded shit that you have to do that nobody likes to do. And full disclosure, Amy and I are not money gurus by any means. No. But let's face it right now, the majority of the divorces out there today, the majority of the breakups out there today are because of money. It's because of the money conversations or the lack of money conversations that are being had within, uh, being not had within houses these days that's leading to the fights, that's leading to the breakups, that's leading to the divorces. So we want to play our part today to try to help that, turn that around. I think Amy and I have done some really good things in our lives now with money. Um, quite frankly, let our money know that we're in control of it and it is not in control of us. So Amy, where, you know, if there's people listening in right now who are one struggling with money conversation, they may be staring at credit card bills that are in the five figures and they're just afraid to have that conversation with their loved one because they know it could potentially lead to a fight. What are some things, some ideas you might have? I don't know, to, to really make that conversation a lot easier. I know you brought up the grab a cocktail, set a date. What are some other things people could do to start grabbing some clarity around that? Ask for help. I am the first one to raise my hand to say, I don't know. 
And I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, where, I, what I'm supposed to, where money's supposed to be, what am I supposed to be investing in, what is the best thing? And I always say, there's people who love that. That's why I have a financial advisor. And you seek out somebody you resonate with, somebody you trust, somebody who's like-minded, somebody who understands and gets you, and bring in a third party to help you have those conversations who can guide you in the right direction and show you where to start. Because as with anything, whether it's a fitness plan, whether it's a diet, whether it's starting a business or whether it's organizing your abundance, you need a place to start. And sometimes just not knowing where to start is overwhelming. And then you don't do it and you put it off and you put it off and you put it off. And so reach for a third party who they love talking about this. Their passion is people like you. They love helping people like you figure out where to start, what to do, and how to get organized. And they have the tools and the resources to help you. So don't struggle. That's what those people are out there for. As I always say, thank God everybody likes something different that lights them up for a job because taxes and finances is not my jam. Whereas people go cleaning teeth, oh, hell no. So go find that person who is passionate about helping you to get you started. And then let's talk about telling your money you're in control of it. I think that's something Amy and I struggled with for a long time, wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. You know, we immediately looked at everything we're buying in life as an expense. And when you look at everything as an expense, and you look at it from a lack mindset, what that means is if you're going to buy, uh, you got to go buy groceries and you know they're going to be $150. All you think about is that it's $150 coming out of your banking account or your checking account. And that money is, you're losing it and somebody else is gaining it. So we want to help you get that, that thought process out of your head because there's abundance in this world. Even in times like this, there is an overabundance of money out there. And so a couple of ways Amy and I have actually brought that abundance to our life is by telling, again, our money that we are in control of it. Two books I highly recommend that if you are struggling with money mindset right now, or you're struggling to have these conversations or taking control of your money. Number one, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. So good. Again, thanks, Chris and Lori Harder. I think we first heard about this book uh, on one of their podcasts. I'm yeah, sure. and uh, Rob and Kim Murgatroyd, because they had joked about how, you know, on a road trip, they listened to the audio book and, you know, painfully they thought we're going to go through this and loved it and learned so much. And so what the book talks about is how you, when, when the paycheck comes in, when the money comes in, how do you divide it up right away so that again, you're telling the money you're in control of it. So in the book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, T. Harv Eker talks about every time you get paid, here's what you do. 50% of that paycheck immediately goes into a bucket called your necessities. Those are your expenses. That's your overhead. 10% goes into your long-term savings. 10% goes into your education account. That's personal development, self-education, if you're buying books, joining courses. So important. And then the last 10% is your give account. Now, you'll notice that only adds up to 80%. The other 20 should go into some kind of immediate savings account if you need it. Here's the point. 
Every time you get paid, I don't care if it's a dollar or if it's $10,000. If you divide your money up appropriately into different buckets for different purposes, you immediately know where that money is going. And if you go out and have dinner and you want to pull from your fun play account, I didn't mention that. That's one of them, the fun play account. You don't feel bad about spending that money because that money was set aside for the specific purpose of having fun with it. And my favorite account, honestly, has been the give account. So anytime I find something that I want to buy, I want to give, like, give a thank you to somebody. I want to purchase a gift. I want to donate to something that I'm super passionate about that comes across to me. I already know I have the money for it and I can easily purchase that gift instead of going, oh gosh, is this taken away from the grocery money? Are we not going to have such and such this week because I'm going to donate to this account? The give account has been my absolute favorite. Anytime I want to give a special gift to somebody, a thank you, I already know I have the cash. Absolutely. So here's the cool part. Here's where you take this to the next level. Now, that's personal finances. You taking every dollar you earn and immediately dividing it up. And remember, don't forget to pay yourself first. That's the purpose of this. The second thing is now how do you apply that to the business? If you own a business, this, another book I highly recommend you to read is Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. I hope I pronounced that well. Um, in the book, he basically uses a lot of the principles T. Harv Eckerd uses in Secrets of the Millionaire Mind and now applying it to your business. He talks about setting up five different checking accounts for your business, for income, for profit, for your compensation as an owner, for taxes, and for operating expenses. We know in business, we usually say, okay, whatever we have left over from expenses is our profit. What if you actually flip that and divided out your profit first? And it's just been an unbelievable way of bringing clarity to my mindset around money. Again, it's another way to show that you are in charge of your money and it is not in charge of you. So whether you're struggling with your finances personally and professionally, do yourself a favor, go get the book Secrets of a Millionaire Mind and Profit First. You'll be blown away by the tactical steps you can take to start gaining control. What else we want to add? You know, another good mindset shift, and this is business, and I don't even own a business, but I thought it was an amazing way to view things. And this is a shout out to another friend of ours, Kat Golden. When she like first started her business and it was starting to blow up and she met with her accountant and she was like, how much in taxes do I have to pay? A lot of people can get pissed off about how much their taxes are. And she shifted her mindset to say, the more taxes I'm paying, that means the more money I'm making, which means the more successful my business really is. So heck yes, I'm paying taxes because my business is blowing up. And she was like, bon diggity, this is awesome. I get to pay taxes because this is like, my business is exploding. So once again, as we always talk about, it's all about mindset and how you view things. And I thought that was an amazing, amazing way to shift her mindset as a business owner instead of being pissed and bummed and like, look at all the money going to taxes. She gets excited about paying taxes and the more she pays because that signals more abundance in her world and the more successful her business is getting. 
and that's important to go back to referencing the book Profit First. Profit First. He talks about when you get paid as a business, already separating out a percentage of your money for taxes. So one, having the mindset that paying more taxes means you're making more, celebrate the abundance. But as a business owner, remember to set aside that money for taxes immediately so that it doesn't get used for anything else. The last mindset shift I do want to talk about before we let you go today is this. Please keep it simple. Oh, one of yeah. the thing I, one thing I hope becomes really cool out of this pandemic is simplicity. I will toot our own horn here and say that when the lockdown hit, the pandemic hit, Amy and I were in a good position. Why? We don't have any debt. And so we were sitting in a position of clarity, a position of confidence, knowing, you know what? We looked at our runway and we said, hell, if this all goes to hell in a handbasket, we literally can't work like she couldn't for almost a month and a half. We're going to be fine for quite a while. But it wasn't always that way for us. And we learned our lesson and we're not going to repeat history. And so we have worked our asses off about shifting our mindset, educating ourselves by asking for help, reading the books, and then taking action and actually taking the advice and doing the damn thing to put ourselves in that position. So it's not from lack of putting in the work around our mindset and educating ourselves. And last, and with that being said, you know, the thing around simplicity, if you're sitting there right now staring at a, a credit card total that's well into the five figures, I'm going to get really straight with you as a coach. Get your shit together. If you have a lot of credit card debt right now or just debt in general, you need to get out of that. Quit buying the shit to impress other people. Quit buying the houses where you don't use half of the house. Quit buying the cars to impress other people. Get simple in life. That's how you get yourself out of this, mind, this money mindset crunch because right now if you're buying all the things because it's based on other people's opinions or you think you have to have a certain size house, that's why you have the stress and the anxiety around money. Get clear with it. Get simple with it. And shit changes really quick. And so our lasting advice for you today is money is a hot topic in every household today. We've got the lockdown going on. There's a lot of uncertainty in the future with the market. And so it can be very uncomfortable to have these conversations. Trust it, me, trust it or take it from a guy who has struggled <laughs> to have the money conversations. But get clear. Make them fun. Do what you can to make them less painful. Shift your mindset around it. Like I said, block out time so everybody knows what to expect. Make the best of something nobody wants to deal with. And be transparent with each other. And, and, and start showing your money that you're in control of it. And last but not least, be, keep it simple. Again, I hope simplicity becomes the word of choice for many families coming out of this pandemic because we're about to enter a very different world. Uh, one that we're, we're, we're never going to leave, in my opinion. So you have two choices. You can keep spending, keep feeling uncomfortable, keep having these hard conversations around money, or you can flip the script, start owning money, start controlling the money, have a different mindset around it, and keep the shit simple. And guess what? A lot of good things in ha can happen. So you got anything else? Nope. Until next week, stay caffeinated. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Highly Caffeinated Conversations. We would love for you to subscribe and leave us a review if you found this riff valuable. 
I love Instagram pen pals. So you can connect with me on Instagram at amy.clout, A-M-Y period C-L-O-U-T-E. And you can also connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, or just simply go to my website, andyneary.com. And until next time, stay, stay caffeinated. caffeinated.